Welcome to Squawk 5353, the Private Pilot Podcast, Episode 15. I'm your host, Izzy Simon, a private pilot sharing my tips and tricks to make the skies a safer place. In today's episode, as it is the first Wednesday of the month, we'll be discussing aviation news stories from the past month. This week's episode is brought to you by the sunny shores of Sarasota, Florida. If you haven't done so already, please consider donating to my Patreon. A link to my Patreon can be found in the show notes. Also, please consider sharing the show with someone who you think might enjoy it. Stay tuned for all this and more and Squawk 5353. Because this week's episode is being brought to you from Florida, I thought it would be fitting to talk about the up-and-coming Sun and Fun Aerospace Expo taking place in Lakeland, Florida. This week's festivities are scheduled from April 13th to the 18th of 2021. Last year's festivities were cancelled due to the COVID-19 pandemic. This year's event may look a little bit different from years past, with a variety of new regulations and protocols to help stop the spread of the COVID-19 virus. First and foremost, they ask you to practice smart health safety guidance. If you are feeling unwell, stay at home. Wash your hands often with soap and water for at least 20 seconds, especially when you have been in a public place or after blowing your nose, coughing, or sneezing. Try to avoid touching your eyes, nose, and mouth with unwashed hands and stay at least six feet away from other people when possible. These health and safety guidelines are very similar to those outlined by Texas state law and across the nation. Although the rules are changing daily, the rules I'm about to present are current at the time of recording. Masks will be required in all areas where social distancing is not achievable, such as in exhibit hangars, ticket queues, enclosed tents, and guest shuttles. Signage will be posted in these such places, reminding guests of this requirement. Guests will be encouraged to wear masks in all open-air locations. Masks will be required where social distancing cannot be maintained. During the week-long festivities, PA announcements and signage will be used to remind guests to social distance and comply with other COVID-19 guidelines and restrictions. Daily ticket sales will be at a reduced capacity, and in places where large groups gather, such as preferred airshow seating and the exhibit hangars, attempts will be made to increase their footprint to allow for more social distancing. At the time of recording, Sun and Fun is currently reviewing pedestrian traffic flows and plan to implement changes as necessary to limit congestion points. During the events, attendees will have access to masks, hand sanitizing stations, restroom facilities, outdoor dining areas that are clean to CDC standards, and ample space where there may be any sort of congestion. Although last year's events were canceled, Sun and Fun plans to come back with the same vigor as they have done in the past. In addition to Sun and Fun, EIA AirVenture is scheduled to be July 26th through August 1st at Whitman Regional Airport in Oshkosh. Quote, the AirVenture experience means so much to EAA members and the aviation community that we are, have received continual requests since spring regarding when tickets should be available for the 2021 fly-in, said Rick Larson, EAA's Vice President of Communities and Member Programming. Larson went on to say, there's a feeling of being at Oshkosh that goes beyond airplanes and programs. This year, we certainly miss the friends and experiences that each of us remember from AirVenture. That only builds the eagerness to get back in 2021 to enjoy these only at Oshkosh moments. 
Again, attendees should expect that the show may look a little different from AirVenture extravaganzas of the past because of the health and safety measures in place to cope with the pandemic. Jack J. Pelton, EAA's CEO and chairman, said that, quote, Some areas may look different at Oshkosh this year, but the feeling will be the same as we gather to celebrate the world of flight, end quote. While proof of vaccinations will not be required to enter the show, face coverings will be highly encouraged for people unable to remain at least six feet away from others. There will be fewer exhibitors in each indoor exhibit building, creating more walkways and separation between exhibitors. Expect to see increased ventilation within most buildings. Additional venues on the grounds are being repurposed to accommodate indoor exhibitors that are moved this year. Several annual events where physical distancing is not possible will not be held this year, including the Monday night concert, the Young Eagles EAA lifetime member, and international visitor dinners, the runway 5K slash walk, and the large corporate events and receptions. Many of the high demand forums will be scheduled more than once during the week to accommodate visitors. CEO Pelton also said that, quote, EAA is incorporating innovative ideas for our presentations and even the air shows to keep you safe in 2021 while keeping the fun factor high. We appreciate your understanding that these plans will evolve in the coming months. We expect changes as we gear up for opening day, so our goal is to bring you any new information regularly as soon as we confirm it. We also understand that the ultimate decision to join us is always yours based on your personal situation and comfort level." End quote. EAA is open to feedback and can be contacted via email at feedback at eaa.org. Again, that's feedback at eaa.org. In other aviation news, from generalaviationnews.com, Texatron launches 8th Special Olympics airlift. Texatron Aviation has launched its Special Olympics airlift, or SOA, putting out a call for Cessna Citation, Beechref King Air, Beechcraft Premier, Beachjet, and Hawker owners to help transport more than 4,000 athletes and coaches from across the nation to the 2022 Special Olympics Games in Orlando, Florida. President and CEO Ron Draper said that, quote, Texatron Aviation, along with our many generous customers and supporters, is extremely excited to kick off the 8th Special Olympics airlift in support of providing athletes and coaches transportation to the 2022 Special Olympics USA Games. He went on to say that, quote, this signature event is a unique opportunity that enables everyone from our employees to our customers to ignite a shared passion for lifting others up and supporting our communities by giving the athletes the joy of a once-in-a-lifetime aviation experience, end quote. Since the first Special Olympics airlift in 1987, nearly 10,000 athletes and coaches from across the United States have been transported to the Special Olympics World Games and USA Games. With this 8th SOA, Texatron Aviation aims to recruit 228 aircraft owners by February 28th of 2022 to help transport a portion of more than the 4,000 athletes and coaches invited to Orlando, Florida on June 4th, 2022, and then return them to their home bases on June 12th of 2022. Tony Wiley, Regional President of Special Olympics North America, said that, quote, Traveling to Orlando for the 2022 Special Olympics USA Games may be the first time some of our athletes have ever left their hometown, let alone flying an airplane. The travel experience provided by Texatron Aviation and its customers will be the ultimate bookends for one unforgettable week. 
For more information and to register to be a part of this monumental nationwide aviation event, go to txtav.com airlift. As information of the past year starts to roll in, we are able to see how the pandemic has affected aircraft sales and general aviation travel. Again from generalaviationnews.com, the top selling turboprops of 2020. According to the latest figures from the General Aviation Manufacturers Association, 443 turboprops were sold in 2020, a 15.6% drop from the 525 sold in 2019. Coming in at the top of this list is the Pilatus PC-12, with a total of 82 aircraft being sold. Up next we have the Cessna Grand Caravan, with a total of 43 being sold, followed by the Air Tractor AT-802A, with a total of 41 sold. The Dasher TBM-940 had a total of 41 sold, and the Beechcraft King Air 350i had a total of 34 sold. Although new to production, the Piper M600 had a total of 36 sold. The Air Tractor HE-502B had a total of 21 sold, and the Beechcraft King Air 250 had a total of 20 sold. The Air Tractor HE-502A had 19 sold, and the Air Tractor HE-402B had a total of 17 sold. Again, sales for piston aircrafts were also down this year due to the pandemic, but still, a total of almost 2,400 aircraft were delivered during this year. Coming in at a strong first place for over 10 years in a row is the Cessna Skyhawk 172, with a total of 214 being sold, followed closely by the Cirrus SR-22T with a total of 184 sold. The Piper Archer 3 had a total of 149 sold, and the Diamond DA-40 had 143 sold. The SR-22 had 107 sold, and the Diamond DA-42 had a total of 62 sold. The Technam P-2008 had a total of 56 sold, and the Cirrus SR-20 had a total of 56 sold. Flight Design CT sold a total of 36, and the Technam ASTM LSA sold 28. As the world recovers from the pandemic, it will be interesting to see how general aviation aircraft sales trend over the next year. While technically not considered aircraft manufacturers, Vans RV Aircraft sold a total of 540 aircraft in the year 2020. Despite being great airplanes, the average weekend pilot can no longer afford or justify the cost of a new Piper or Cessna. This experimental category offers another alternative for United States pilots. Simon Caldicott, the Piper CEO, plans to retire on April 2nd of 2021 after nearly 10 years as Piper Aircraft's president and CEO, and 47 years in the aviation industry. After becoming CEO in 2011, he set a new course for Piper Aircraft with a vision to stabilize, improve, and grow the business with a specific intent to expand the M-Class product line and revitalize the trainer market, according to the company officials. During his tenure, the company designed and introduced the newest M-Class flagship product, the M600. Simon's leadership and guidance were instrumental to paving the way to the launch of Garmin's emergency autoland technology, also known as Halo, on the new M600 SLS. In a statement from Caldecott, he says that, quote, It has been an honor and a privilege leading Piper Aircraft through a transformative journey from a legacy aircraft manufacturer 
to the first general aviation manufacturer to certify an Autoland-equipped general aviation aircraft. He then went on to say that, quote, We strengthened the leadership team with new talent, made major facility improvements to make a safer workplace, and strengthened relations with the community as well as major suppliers. Piper Aircraft has been working with the company's board of directors for several months on a succession plan and will announce Caldecott's replacement soon, company officials said. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Squawk 5353, the Private Pilot Podcast. If you haven't done so already, please consider subscribing to this podcast on whatever listening platform you are using. As I mentioned at the beginning of the episode, please consider donating to my Patreon. A link to my Patreon can be found in the show notes. This show takes a lot of time each week to research, write, record, and produce. It would mean the world to me if you went over to my Patreon and were able to financially support this show. A link to all the resources used in today's show can also be found in the show notes. If you have any questions or ideas for a future show, please feel free to email me. My email also can be found in the show notes. To access the show notes, simply click on the cover art in whatever podcast listening program you are using. Again, thank you for listening to this week's episode of Squawk 5353. I'm your host, Izzy Simon, and let's make the skies a safer place. <laughs>